So today, uh, fourth Sunday of Easter, Good Shepherd Sunday, um, we're reflecting on our risen Lord being the Good Shepherd, as he calls himself. And this is also, therefore, the day of the year in particular when we pray that the Lord will raise up for us new priests, new shepherds, and so we'll be praying for that in our intercession shortly. But this year, year A in our lectionary cycle, there's a particular focus of the type of shepherd Jesus is, the shepherding he does for us. Namely, as we heard in our second reading, that he is the shepherd of our souls. Now, I thought to kind of illustrate that point, that the, the aspect of us he is most concerned about shepherding our souls, our spiritual life. Um, to draw your attention to a news report, and obviously most of us have been watching the news a lot more than we normally do uh, in recent weeks, but I was very struck by the report, uh, so this was Holy Thursday night a few weeks ago now, but Pope Francis in his sermon uh, spoke about how, he said, in these days, more than 60 priests have died here in Italy, attending to the sick in the hospitals. So many more priests than 60 had died in Italy because they were frail, elderly, got the virus and died for those reasons. But at that stage already, 60 had died, not because they had any kind of physical likelihood of the disease, but because they were putting themselves at risk, caring for the infected, caring for their souls, taking the sacraments to them. That our British media have um, repeatedly told us of those that have put themselves at risk and died, the doctors and nurses um, shepherding the care of the body. And that's an important thing that part of how we should seek to be shepherded and how the Lord shepherds us is, is the care of the body. But our British media, perhaps unsurprisingly, haven't drawn attention to the needs of the soul. And these, you know, that statistic, 60 Italian priests, even at that stage, who had died administering the sacraments, caring, shepherding for the needs of the soul. So the Lord Jesus calls himself the good shepherd and he shepherds us in many ways, including the body. So elsewhere in the gospels, we can remember Jesus says how God, our heavenly father, um, if he cares for the if he clothes the lilies of the field in such beauty and glory, then Jesus says he cares obviously even more for you, physically even. But this year, year A of the cycle, our particular focus is that even more than the needs of the body, he is the shepherd of your souls. That the beauty of the lily is here today and gone tomorrow. The beauty of the body, youthful beauty, here today, gone tomorrow. But our soul, 
by definition, lasts forever. The Spirit does not die. And that's what the Lord Jesus primarily has come for, to make our souls beautiful. I've come that they may have life and have it to the full, he says. And that life, what is that full life? You know, the image we also had in our psalm of the the cup flowing over. Well, what is that full life, that overflow? Well, as we've been harshly reminded in the midst of this lockdown, the full life isn't just all those material things we've been deprived of in recent weeks, of of more gadgets, more materialism. And even now in Easter, post-Lent, the full life isn't more chocolate and more cake. The full life is life with Jesus, life in Jesus. The Good Shepherd as he says in the very next verse that we didn't hear this year, the good shepherd laid down his life for his sheep. The good shepherd died to be the sacrifice for your sins. He died to make your soul beautiful. The good shepherd lives that his life might be in you, that his life might be your life, if we would live it in union with him. So let's think a moment how he does shepherd our souls. Well, he shepherds our souls, it's already indicated by forgiving our sins, by washing away the guilt of our sins every time we come to him, particularly in the sacrament of confession. He shepherds our souls by teaching us, teaching us with that guidance of how to live, teaching us to live not for ourselves, but for others, to love not just ourselves, but to love him and to love our neighbor, to live not just for possessions and things, but to live for others. So a second very important one, he shepherds us by teaching then he also shepherds us by guiding us through the events of life. His providential hand is always at work, even through the cross, even through difficulties, even through the midst of this crisis. He is somehow directing what happens to me in such a way that if I will use these opportunities, they will be for my spiritual benefit. He shepherds us with the strength of his grace, working within us. And then lastly, and this in a sense is my opening focus, he shepherds us by the sacraments. He shepherds us by meeting us in the sacraments. And this is the form of shepherding that those priests in Italy um, died seeking to impart to their flock. So to kind of sum that up, let's just think the seven sacraments. Christ established the seven sacraments for us. He, the good shepherd, before he died, had established 
given to his apostles that they might give to their descendants, the priests still with us today, the seven sacraments, seven different ways in which he touches us, seven different ways that he gives our souls what they need. And the Catechism points out the seven sacraments touch our spiritual lives in a way that parallels our physical lives, that in our physical lives we can see a process of, of growth and whatever, and it's the same in our spiritual lives. So physically we are born and there is a spiritual rebirth in baptism. Physically we mature as we grow, and there is the sacrament of spiritual maturing in confirmation. Physically, we need to be fed. And spiritually, we are fed in the great sacrament of Holy Communion and incorporated into Christ in that sacrament. And then in our physical, daily, natural lives, we need to choose a way to live, a job and whatever in life. And there are two sacraments that meet us in our state of life, whether it's marriage or holy orders, the priesthood, that those two sacraments, Christ meets us to shepherd us, to guide us, to lead us in that state of life. And then lastly, there are two sacraments of healing. That the body physically gets sick and needs healing. Spiritually, when I sin, I need the sacrament of healing in his forgiveness and confession. And then lastly, the final sacrament. There's a, a final anointing for that last wound of death. That he who called himself the gate, as we heard this morning, might lead us through to the, as we heard in the psalm, the restful waters, the, the green pastures. come back to that opening image, those 60 priests in Italy, fairly early on in this crisis, highlighted as having died to shepherd others to that home, to shepherd others to that home through the great means of the sacraments. And so early on in this crisis, I and the other local priests here were um, kitted out, trained at the local hospitals to be able with the PPE equipment to go to the dying, to do the same. That Jesus died to lead us home. Jesus lives to lead us home. So let's remember today on this Good Shepherd Sunday, that ultimate shepherding that we need to seek from him, to be the shepherd and guardian of your soul.